So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hey everybody, this is Sophie, this is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie, it's Big Mama. Alright, so it's time for our Christmas <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Which is a quick follow-up to our summer oh. podcast that we recorded yeah. about seven months ago, and I'm not entirely sure that we ever posted. I don't think that we've done one. Honestly, I can't even remember the last time we did one other than the five we did two weeks ago that we never posted. <laughs> yes, because we did record, and one day we recorded three. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. one was gold. It was hysterical, and the the program we were using to record crashed, and we lost the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. second one, we were doing fine, and then the program crashed, and we lost the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then we went back to our old program and recorded beautifully, but it was not one stitch funny. No, it was just snooze because by then we'd talked for eight hours and really didn't have anything to say. <laughs> we were pretty much just reading our grocery list by the time we got to that third one. <laughs> we were just, you know, talking, reading recipes to each other from mm-hmm. the Southern Living. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so do we have anything to talk about tonight? Well, I was going to talk about, I'll tell you what I discovered. I've been watching, um, because I like to use the television to educate myself. Sure. I've been watching the top 100 teen stars of all time mm-hmm. on VH1. Mm-hmm. And it must be really old, but somehow I missed it because I noticed that when they got to Tori Spelling, which I'm not real sure why she's on the list, although I do think she's cute, um, that it said that she is now on a sitcom called So Notorious. Oh, that's a little old. It's a little old. That's been a long time been a long time ago but it did reveal though that jake ryan you know from 16 candles Mm -hmm. he was 24 when he played jake ryan on that movie he was he was 24 back in 1984 which means he's like almost 50 now or maybe he is 50 i can't do the math but he's close he's somewhere in the 50th range that would let's see if he was 24 and 84 he would be 48 now which we yes is close to 50 is close to 50. Can you believe it? No. Does he still have a red Porsche? He doesn't have a red Porsche. He's a carpenter. Well, I'll be. I know. He's a carpenter. And he said that he liked being a carpenter because it just wasn't nearly as much pressure. You know, I loved him. I oh. loved mm. him. I mean, how many teenage girls had that fantasy in your head that you'd be walking out and there'd be a hot guy by a red Porsche waiting to take you away? And I think he's, I mean, even now, I think he's still cute. Like, to watch that movie now, mm-hmm. to see it, he's still just as cute. But I, he I, in retrospect, he didn't say a lot in that movie. No, <laughs> he really didn't. Mm-mm. But he didn't have to. No. When you're that good and you've got a red horse, you don't have to. Well, this is true. 
Well, that is I could have dated a guy like him in high school that had a Porsche and was really good looking, and he didn't say a lot either. But you didn't care, did you? I didn't care. No, I did not care. Nope, because I was just that shallow. <laughs> didn't matter. Red Porsche. He drove a red Porsche, and he was good looking. He was my very young version of Jake Ryan. He was even a year younger than me, and he was not real. In fact, we went to eat dinner. My dad took us out to eat dinner one time when my dad was in town, and uh, and my dad, it's the only time he's really ever commented on anybody I ever dated, and he said, I'm just going to be honest, not the brightest guy. That was his. So I'm not going to say his name, even though I feel certain he's probably not listening to the podcast. Right. When he said something like that when you were that age, though, you didn't really care, did you? Oh, no. Mm, I didn't care. I didn't. Mm -mm. Like I was going to break up with him because my dad didn't think he was smart. I mean, no. didn't have anything to do with anything. Like, did you not see his Porsche? Mm. So, oh. Who else was on there? Um, well, like, was it one of the Corey, Corey Feldman, remember? Oh, yes, I remember the Corys. Mm-hmm, the Corys, which they never, I was never really a fan of either of the Corys. The, the little one, what's the small one? He was Lucas, remember in the movie Lucas? Yeah, Corey Haim. Mm-hmm, Corey Haim, that's right. And uh, so I liked him in the movie Lucas, but not as a heartthrob, just because I loved the movie Lucas. I love the movie Lucas, too. I saw it at the theater. Mm-hmm, I did, too, at the Dollar Theater several times. I used to get everybody from my youth group to go see it at the Dollar Theater after we went to Mazio's Pizza on Sunday night. Okay, that's so funny that you mentioned Mazio's <laughs> Pizza because I had a Mazio's Pizza flashback the other day. You did? Yes, and I have not I thought about, about Mazio's in years. But I mm -hmm. think we said Mazio's in, in Mississippi because we maybe were a little bit more refined. Mazio's. Yeah, I was going to say, y'all were sophisticated. Yeah, we, we really were. It is Mazio's. Okay, maybe but, I just said Mazio's. I don't know. Well, which uh, it's probably actually Mazio's. But, okay, in Starville at the well, Mississippi State, like their first sort of venture into bringing any kind of fast food establishment on campus, which, you know, was not done in, in mm -hmm. you know, when we were in school. But we had a, we had a Mazio Mazio's. And mm. you could eat there on your, um, whatever your, like, dining card was. I can't remember now what, what we called it. Yeah, yeah. But whatever your, whatever your account mm -hmm. was your parents put money into, you could use it mm -hmm. there. And I just thought about all the slices of pepperoni pizza I ate my freshman mm. year from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And couldn't eat I it know. right now. I could not eat that pizza right now if if I had to, I don't think. No, mm-mm, no. I could... I really am pretty much over. I can't really eat any kind of cheap pizza anymore. Mm. Like, it, and, and I'm including pretty much everything. Mr. Gaddy's, Pizza Hut, Pizza Inn, what have you. I cannot eat any of that. Well, I can still, I still like Pizza Hut. I like Pizza Hut. And I like, you do. If I, it's real thin crust. See, David likes thin crust and I prefer thick. Oh, you do? Mm -hmm. Okay, well. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know why I just prefer thick, but anyway, yeah. I thought about I, th I thought about Mazio's and I thought about their salads because I always would get a side salad mm -hmm. because I was healthy. <laughs> the salad bar, and then you'd cover it in ranch dressing and croutons <laughs> and cheese. Well, but that's they, what I used to do. Yeah, but they had these bacon bits that came in this little pouch at Mazio's, mm -hmm. and they were I mean when they meant bits, they weren't kidding, or when they said bits, they weren't kidding. They were like yeah, they were tiny. And they were, they mm -hmm. were, I think, just mostly salt. And anyway, so but I had, they were so good. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, though, Mazio's Pizza, that was the scene of a lot of high school drama. For really? Me. Uh -huh. I mean, several. I had some breakups there. I got to, I ended up, we reunited there. I mean, just several. Because <laughs> the youth group on Sunday nights, we'd all go there. And I mean, so you had all kinds of 
drama, drama playing out all over the pizza place. Different tables, different things. I was trying to think. Mm. I think we went to, I can't remember where we would go after youth group. It seems like we'd go to like Shoney's. Oh, okay. We don't think we had a Shoney's. I don't know why, because everybody liked their hot hot fudge cake. We would go to Shoney's. Mm, okay. I don't yeah, really remember, but I grew up in a small town, so we didn't, it wasn't like we had, you know, at the time, there were like five places we could go, so we would just pick mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, Belmont, sometimes we'd go to Casa Olay, but usually it was Mazio's Pizza. Oh, Subway. We would go to Subway sometimes. See, it's all coming back mm-hmm. to me now. It made me think that. I mean, I think Jake Ryan was probably my first big movie crush. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew McCarthy was also, remember Pretty in Pink? Blaine. Um, yes. Blaine. What about mm-hmm. prom Blaine? What about prom Blaine? Mm, I had a crush on him. And that was another dollar movie I went to see multiple times. I saw that movie so many times I can't even tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too, but it's so good. I'll still watch it if it's on. Now, did you ever watch, did you, do you remember Some Kind of Wonderful? <gasps> oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. see, that. Mary Stuart Masterson. Yeah, but that didn't, that did not. That did not resonate with me the way, like, Sixteen Candles was my all-time favorite. Pretty in yeah. Pink was second. But in mm-hmm. terms of John Hughes movies, I didn't feel that some kind of wonderful measured up. And I would I would, I would, would say why in two words, and those two words are Eric Stoltz. I don't get him still. Yeah, I would, mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Well, and I kind of think the whole plot, like, he was, I don't know, because you know what, you know what I think it was here? Well, but 16, well, no, look, I'm just going to follow my thought. I'm having okay. a conversation. Welcome to the inside of my head where I'm having a conversation. It's because Some Kind of Wonderful was more from the guy's point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. It was all from the guy's point of view, which guys would not watch that and go, oh, you know, that's really because they were watching like Heartbreak Ridge or whatever Clint Eastwood movies. Remember that movie? Yes, I forgot about that until yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend take me on a date to see that movie, and I did not enjoy it. Mm. Um, but I'm thinking it's different. Whereas Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles, it was like from the girl's point of view. Yeah, because you want the girl like trying to get the boy she doesn't think she can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like then it gives you like something to aspire to, even though those scenarios never really happen in real life. Well, no, uh, uh-uh. but uh, but I think that that in that with that kind of formula, maybe that's really that's the magic. It's it's got to be the girl going after something that she cannot have is the formula, mm-hmm. which is why mm-hmm. people who say they don't understand the twilight phenomenon, hello, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just that, you know, yeah. the, the, the inconvenient thing that he's a vampire, but, you know, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a small, it's a glitch. It's a small, you know, the course of true love never did run smooth. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> and that's it. Merry well, Christmas, you know. <laughs> everyone. Um, now, uh, you know what was unfortunate about Pretty in Pink, though, and I still think this today, and I thought it at the time, is the prom dress she wore at the end. Oh, it was such a letdown. It was such a letdown, mm-hmm. and she dressed so cute. Like, the whole movie, she had that kind of, and then it was like they just flopped on that dress at the end. Yes. And it still bugged me. It bugged me then. It bugs me now. Yeah, I see, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, that, that dress was terrible. And so much so that, like, when Annie Potts turned up in Designing Women, I didn't like her for a while, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I felt that she yeah. had been a poor fashion influence. I agree. I agree. I think she definitely was. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was a bad, with those shoulders cut out and that weird neck, and then it just, like, hung on her like a sack. As opposed to the end of Sixteen Candles when Sam has on her bridesmaid's dress and looks darling. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. With the with the requisite wreath in her hair. Yeah. Oh, which mm-hmm. was all the A. I mean, that's because that was after Princess Di got married. And so, you know, mm, every girl yeah. thought she had to have a wreath in her hair when she, if she yes. was in a wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. You know, when one of my good friends, Jamie, got married, there was a florist there and she was helping all the girls get their bouquet and everything together. And she was like, oh, I forgot the baby's breath for everybody's hair. And this was like in 1998. I mean, nobody wanted baby's breath in their hair. <laughs> We all looked at each other in horror, like, what? Baby's breath for the bridesmaid's hair. I don't think so. But she was dead serious. She was just sick. She had forgotten the baby's breath. Well, I know that was tragic. Um, Now, here's an interesting thing that's kind of on the same subject for anybody who knows what we're talking about. I have had over the last two days, I have had over 200 hits on my site from the Google search, quote, too old for leggings. You are kidding me. (laughs) Don't you find that fascinating? And I keep thinking, like, is it the same person who just keeps saying, too old for leggings? Am I too old for leggings? But, I mean, apparently there are a lot of people out there wondering if they're too old for leggings. Or maybe it's some person who found your site, and they keep that's the only way they know to get back to it. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) That's true, too. Maybe that's it. But isn't that interesting? Too old for, but, I mean, but would they come back 200 times in two days? I I don't know that I've ever seen one search term get that many things. No, uh-uh. Like, I mean, I get search terms that many for, like, Big Mama or Big Mama blog, but not for, like, a random thing. But, I mean, the last two days, too old for leggings, and it's in quotes. So it's like somebody's looking for it in quotes that many times. Ah, that sounds to me like somebody has found your site that way, and they're maybe they're coming back trying to catch up on your archives. I don't know. Maybe so, but I'm going to say that I think if they think they need to use quotes when they do a Google search, they might be too old for leggings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it might be time. It might be time to say, too late. Too late for leggings. But I just have found that fascinating. Well, I think, I think it's fascinating, too. I hadn't looked at my search terms like lately. I, I, well, it's always good for They don't come up on your really. WordPress dashboard. Do you get them on your dashboard? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, yeah. That's, I always check them out because I think they're fascinating. But mine are always, I mean, if I, unless I get down, like, into the depths of them, mine are, it's just always Boo Mama, Boo Mama blog, mm-hmm. Boo net. You know, it's all... Yeah, and that's usually mine too. A lot, most of them, but like too old for leggings. Oh, that's that is, about. Mm-hmm. But somebody's very concerned about. It. Oh, and then last night I got an email which I felt terrible. But there's this restaurant here called Podnas. P O D N A S. Podnas is a chain, isn't it? Well, this one is not. Okay. There may be a Podnas chain, but this is like just. It started. I don't know. Anyway, it's like a. It's like a drive-through, but you can go in. But it's kind of a casual place. But it's like Cajun food. Mm-hmm. And apparently I wrote a post about it. I didn't even remember, but a while back, I said that we went to eat there. I said we picked up food from Podnas, and I was like, and it was a lot of shrimp. And I said, basically, my verdict is meh, is what I said, M-E-H. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I had an email last night from the owner of Podnas telling me that he was searching, and he came across my post, and he was so sorry I had a bad experience there and hoped that I would try it again. I, I just covered my eyes when you, when you, <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> I know. And I felt terrible because it really wasn't, it was just kind of, I mean, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't really, I don't know, maybe it just was a bad night. I don't know, but I just felt terrible because who would have ever thought? But I'm just saying that goes to show you don't know who's going to read. And I do believe that somewhere in the post I mentioned that I'm not normally a fan of places that try to do any kind of tricky phonetic spelling (laughs) with their names. 
let's just call it partners, okay? <laughs> partners seafood. Does it need to be podnas? Because I feel odd saying that. Podna, that yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's like let's me in Starbucks. That I will not order. I will not order a grande. I, I, I will order a small, a medium, or a large. I am not going to. Oh, you go, won't do the grande? No. <laughs> no. On sheer principle. I am not speaking your forced. Whatever, you know, whatever you came up with in your corporate offices that you thought was going to be catchy and you, it was going to reel people in. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I will order a small, a medium or a large. Oh, you're a rebel. I am. I, I am not mm -hmm. going in somewhere and saying that I want a, 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 a grande venti or, or a venti or what, I'm, no ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't you wonder though, like the other day I was at Starbucks and I was behind this lady and she ordered like, and I, I don't even remember, but it was like. A venti espresso with two pumps of chocolate. How did you get to that? That's what I want to know. Thank you. That is what. That's exactly what I thought. I wanted to say, ma'am, how did you determine that you need two pumps of chocolate and you need that to be 180 degrees? Well, you know what I've always wondered is, I mean, how many times have you had to order it in order to get that specific? That's what I think. Because then you, if you have to get two pumps, then you have tried one pump, you have tried three pumps, you have tried 160 mm -hmm. degrees, you've tried 190 degrees. You have tried <laughs> all sorts of, of, of pieces of mm -hmm. the Starbucks puzzle to arrive at this. Do you know what I get when I go to Starbucks? And again, what? this is part of my rebel nature. A large pike place. Thank you. <laughs> the end. And that's it? That's it. And then do you add the cream and stuff yourself? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't mess around. Rebel. I don't, I don't, I, I just, I can't, I, mm -hmm. I just, clearly, I don't. Every once in a while, mm -hmm. like I'll get, you know, I might get a, like a cafe latte or whatever, but as far as like the half calf mm -hmm. soy, mm -hmm. I don't, it may, I can mm -mm. No, no. And I'm not really, I do, I'll tell you my, during Christmas, like right now, I'm on the, which the, I'm going to say, I would say, I'll say a medium for your benefit, but when I'm there, I say a grande, non-fat peppermint mocha twist with no whip. That's my, okay, that's that, my standard. <laughs> that has some specific qualities to that order. Well, not really, because I just want it to be, I want it to be non-fat milk. And I don't want whipped cream on it because with the peppermint mocha, they want to give you whipped cream. And I don't need whipped cream. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would enjoy whipped cream on my morning coffee, but I don't need it. Okay, but is that a sweet drink? Do you have to add stuff to it? I add one Splenda. But does it already have sugar in it? Well, the I mean, I'm sure the peppermint mocha, whatever that syrup is, I'm sure has a okay. little bit of sugar in so it. See, that's where I get all thrown so, off. Like, I don't know what they're putting in there. And so mm -hmm. I just always get a large pipe place. Thank you. Yeah. Well, and sometimes if I say room mm -hmm. for cream, I will say yes, please. Oh, okay. All right. Well, and I don't tell them, but you know, some people will say, like this lady the other day, she wanted her venti espresso with two pumps of chocolate and two Splendas at 180 degrees. I mean, she even had them put the Splenda in for her. And I'm like, I can put in my own Splenda. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, but I don't, that's, but that's always been my mystery. And I would like to do a poll. Like, I think it would be fascinating to do a cultural study of Starbucks and to ask people why they order what they order. Because, I mean, there are some people that have it down. I mean, like. Yeah, and, and, and again, how they determine that that's what they order. Like, how did yeah. they get to the place where where they know that that's what they want? Because I just have, uh, quite frankly, I have not done that much exploring within the Starbucks menu to know. Mm -mm. Me neither. 
and I've kind of always thought, but the other thing is, is I think Starbucks is kind of intimidating, and I think you get the people that, like, if you ever said, oh, I want to try something new or whatever, I mean, they get real annoyed with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like they don't they don't want to deal with the amateur. Like, you got to come in and be able to know that, or they're 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 done with you. I'll tell you what Perry is loving is I brought back two things of coffee from the Dominican Republic. Have I told you this? Yes. I brought back two things. Well, I'm going to tell you again for the podcast because it was funny on the podcast we recorded three weeks ago. I brought back like two, and I bought two small things because he's very picky about his coffee because he makes his coffee every morning. And see, I don't have to have coffee every morning. Like if it's cold sometimes, but coffee is not a necessity for me in the morning. Mm. I know. It's just not. But but like in cold weather, I love it. But I brought him back this coffee from Dominican, and he keeps saying it's the best coffee he's ever had. I mean, like, and it's to the point that honestly, some mornings I feel like I need to see if he needs a moment alone with his coffee. (laughs) Like he's so into his coffee. I mean, like he... Loves it, but the good news is you can order it online. You can. What, mm-hmm. What's it called? It's like Santo Domingo or something like that. It's a white package with like red lettering, but he says it's the best coffee. And I mean, and he's done that whole like Rush Limbaugh, Boca Java. Like we had to join the Connoisseur Club at Boca Java to get these, which we were getting these coffee shipments. He did it wrong, and so we were getting like three bags of coffee delivered like every two weeks, which I don't even drink coffee. So Okay, we'll see that. Anyway. We have had this discussion in our house lately because David has determined that he's going to find the optimal, like, perfect coffee to make at home because he has a Starbucks addiction. He really does. He okay. would go twice a day if, if mm. you know, but now he's like me. He just goes and gets a large pipe place. He's not getting fancy coffee, but, yeah. but he just, he loves, he loves the taste of their coffee. You should order some. I mean, I, th- I really think you should because Perry says that it is, wonderful like he loved it and I did have a little bit the other day and I'm I'm just not a coffee connoisseur so mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can say like oh it's greatest coffee or whatever but it is really good like it has a really good flavor but it's called Santo Domingo and I should have bought some more of it but you know stuff like that you always think well this can be terrible right right they won't like so, it so the vanilla yeah. and coffee you totally missed the mark Mm-hmm. yeah the vanilla was so good I should have bought a bunch more of that because it is so good although the bottle I bought is huge I mean it'll last me the better part of a year at least okay and then um but then the coffee went by pretty quick so Santo but, Domingo isn't that their capital Santo I believe that is their capital Thank you. Santo Domingo and everybody that I was with kept saying they're like oh you've got to get the coffee when you go and honestly I think for like the two bags I think I paid all of like four dollars or something oh my word I know it's cheap. It was cheap, which I'm sure it's not that cheap to order it online. Well, probably not. But. See, I like. I always get the Maxwell House French roast, and I'm fine with it. But, but as you know, when you live with a coffee connoisseur, or you live somebody live with someone whose morning sometimes the is is can can turn on a dime in terms of whether or not the coffee's good or it's not so good. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I know. Just, I know. I mean, that's us. And see, the Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Everybody, you know, says, "Oh, you got to try." Yeah. It. I do not enjoy it. To me, it takes. Really? Okay. I think it's weak, and then mm-hmm. it takes so much. I have to put so much in the pot in order to make it strong that then it becomes bitter to me. So I, I okay. don't. I don't like it that much. So see, you and Perry must have the same taste because. I think right, like it was right around, we went to, when we went to Destin this summer, it was right around the time that you had bought the Dunkin' Donuts coffee and had talked about it. And I told Perry, I said, everybody's talking about this coffee. You ought to get it. So we got it while we were there at the Walmart. We went shopping at the Walmart and that's what we got. 
and he said that he did not enjoy it. Yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy it either. And I got it. I mean, I think the day that people recommended it, David went and bought it because you know coffee mm-hmm. and and etc. and so on and so forth. And we tried it, and like the first time, I was like, okay, well, it's fine. But to me, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just a weaker coffee than what I like. And we kind, we always laugh and say that Martha, when she makes coffee, it's like it's like drinking um, a little hot water with a little flavor in it. <laughs> Yes. And it strikes me as a coffee <laughs> that Martha would make and think was delicious, but a little strong. Because she will, honest to goodness, she'll put 10 cups of water in that pot. She'll put two tablespoons of coffee in it. And it is delicious. And so when, like, when I go to her house and she's like, don't you, want to make me, don't you want me to make you some hot coffee? And I'm like, no, 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 that's fine, really. I'll just drink a Diet Coke. It's fine. Because it's about the color of... Mm, I don't know, a very, I, I can't even think of, of what color it is, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just sort of dirty a, water. Yeah, it's <laughs> dirty water. It's just, oh. it's just a little beige, you know, it's, yeah. it's got a hint of beige mm. to it. That does not sound good. I'm going to be honest. So when she comes here, I mean, you know, you can imagine she just, oh. eyes pop oh. out of her head when she takes that first sip. I was going to say, that's probably why she's always so keyed up at Sunmark, <laughs> because she's had all that caffeine well, that she's not used to. This is true. And she, I mean, she said last time, she said, oh, this coffee's delicious. And then I think she went to like a coffin fit, you know, because it's <laughs> so strong compared to what she's used to. <laughs> oh, anyway. Well, and I told you she, got... she's coming here for oh, Christmas, what? right? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Did I not tell you that? I don't think so. Yes. With your mom and with your mom and daddy? Martha is coming Tuesday. She's riding mm-hmm. with my cousin Judy who is headed to Nashville. Judy's gonna drop her off here. And then mm-hmm. she's coming in Tuesday. Mom and Daddy are coming in Wednesday. Mm. And then Christmas mm. is Thursday. And then my sister and her husband are coming in Friday. Okay. Well that is gonna be delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Martha Maybe has never been here. Babies at seventeen will be on. What now? Maybe painted babies at seventeen will be on again. Oh, listen, we watched it. I'm telling you what, we watched it this past weekend. It is good. It was good. I was really, I was, I was all torn up about Asia. I really was. <laughs> I just felt so sorry for. Her. I felt so sorry. I know. I know. You know who that tickled me though, and it's just a Saturday Night Live skit waiting to happen. Brooks' mom. Well, Brooke's mama, but the guy that emceed oh. all those events. No, ma'am, not a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> I looked at my sister, my brother-in-law, and my husband, and I said, that is a Christopher Guest movie waiting to happen right there. Oh, it is. It totally is. I said, could somebody please I... <laughs> find somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows Christopher Guest and tell him to tune in? I mean... Oh, when he talks about, and I connect with these girls, and he was looking right in their little eyes at three years old with their big bouffant hairdos, as he's saying, and I'm proud to be <laughs> an American. Yes. And I'm like, oh, mm. my. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I, was- that, it's a, I mean, I I could tell you right now that if Christopher Guest could just see it, I think we'd have us a good movie. I mean, you make Catherine O'Hara like the pageant judge. You get mm-hmm. Christopher Guest as the MC. You let Parker Posey be somebody's pageant mama. I mean, it could be gold. Gold. It would be gold. Mm-hmm. It would be excellent. Because even the real thing is so close to feeling like you're watching a movie. Oh, it, mm. Mm, mm, mm. it is something else. Okay. So anyway, I'm sorry. I got off subject to Martha. We were talking about something about Martha coming. It was the first time. Oh, this is the first time that she will be here on Christmas morning. Because she's always gone oh, to okay. David's brother's. 
on Christmas morning, okay. but now she's coming here for Christmas morning. So there will be a lot of excitement in our house on Christmas morning. Yes. Now does Alex get real excited when he comes out Christmas morning? He gets, well, you know, last year he walked in the living room and we don't do a huge Christmas. I mean, you know, we just, mm -hmm. but we do put out, you know, two or three things that are unwrapped. And so he walked in, last year was when he walked in and he looked around, he said, well, my word. <laughs> Said, hey, Papa. I did. Christmas. I said, "Well, Papa, you just come on in and unwrap your presents." So yeah, he's he's been so excited this year just about Christmas in general, and today he was very enthusiastic about Jesus and about <laughs> and about Mama. Let's talk about Jesus, Mama. You know, he was born in a manger load, and. <laughs> <laughs> he's been very excited about Jesus this year. And, um, so, anyway, his little class went and sang at a nursing home yesterday. And Aww. they did. And they sang several Christmas songs. And so, he's just, oh, my computer came unplugged. I do hope that has not turned our, gotten us all off sync with our sound. Um, oh, well. So, today he wanted to talk all about Jesus and about, um, and he was talking about the Pharaoh. And, I mean, he <laughs> just cracks me up oh so God, he's, that is so funny i think it must be the five-year-old because caroline's more excited and seems more aware of everything this year than she ever has you know like she's just very into it and you know she keeps telling me she's like this is my first christmas when i'm five yes. and i'm like yeah it, and is. it will be your your only and she came home the other day and I've kind of been worried because with the kindergarten thing, you think, it, what it, what age does some bad seed in the class ruin mm -hmm. the Santa Claus thing for everybody else? And she came home the other day, and she said, Mama, did you know that some people don't believe? And I was like, oh, here it comes. And she said, in God. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I did know that. Yeah, we've had a lot of excitement here. And we're going, oh, well, on Friday, Carolyn gets out of school on Friday, and then we're going, well, Jack's Gully's boys are going to spend the night with us Friday night because Gully and her husband go to this Christmas concert every year. Kelly Willis and Bruce Robinson mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at Green um, Green Dance Hall, the oldest dance hall in Texas. Thank you. And um, anyway, they go every year. And um, Perry and I went one year, and it was a disaster. I'm not even going to go into that story, but. Anyway, you so know, we year, oftentimes have those disasters when we try to when we try to bring live music into our marriage. Um, yes. It seems like it does not work out sometimes. Like like I have, I hope it will in my head. No, and they both love the live music. And in fact, John proposed to her at Green Dance Hall. I mean, like that was. I mean, mm -hmm. that's like their kind of thing. I mean, they've always been into that. Whereas for Perry, it was more of there was he was sick, and I made him go anyway, which was oh such a bad mistake. And then there was a lot of cigarette smoke, mm -hmm. and I mean, uh, basically, if he's diagnosed later with emphysema, it's going to be all traced back to that night I made him go to that Christmas concert at Green Hall. And did he tell you it was loud, that it was too loud? I was very loud, and you can't talk, and it's too crowded to dance, and you can't sit down, and he doesn't even know why we're there. Right. So, mm -hmm. needless to say, this year we're not going. Well, we've never been back. So, but I'm keeping her boys because she couldn't find a babysitter. So... And Perry's going to be at the ranch, so I said, well, I'll keep the boys. They can spend the night here. And so I told Caroline, I said, Jackson and Will are going to spend the night Friday night. And then I said, Saturday morning, Gilly's going to come pick us up, and we're going to all take a road trip to Brian to go to Santa's Wonderland. And, I mean, she looked at me, and, like, her hands started shaking, and she just goes, it's going to be the best Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, who needs Santa? I could 
be done. I could tell her, and that's Christmas, and yep. we're done. Mm -hmm. And she'd have been thrilled. I mean, she was like beside herself. It's gonna be the best Christmas ever. Oh, she's very enthusiastic. I know. Well, you know, I've got one of those too. I mean, mm -hmm. big fun. I don't, I don't know where they get it. I don't either. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I'm gonna tell you what. We had a a, a friend of his come over yesterday, and the sweetest child. The sweetest child, but I thought to myself, I bet coming into this house for the first time can be a little overwhelming. I mean, they had a great time, but I thought this would be a tough place if you're a stranger yes. because there is yes. a lot of enthusiasm about absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, there is. I mean, you've got my child who, when we picked up his friend, was like, Don't you love our car? <laughs> And you, you know my car is not anything. My car is five years old, and it is very dirty, and it has French fries all in the back seat. And the little boy was like, what? He was like, our car, my mama's car. Don't you love our car? And that was sort of how he was the whole rest of the afternoon. And, you know, and I get very excited and want everybody to have a very good time. And are we having fun? And I thought, you know, no. this would, you have to have just the right personality, really, to get over here and not want to take some sort of nerve pill, I think. <laughs> Poor little kid huddled in the corner <laughs> just waiting for his mama to come pick him up. Well, these people quit talking. Oh, all the talking. Oh, my. They, they, had, a, they had a blast. They had a great time. And, 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 and his friend just jumped right in and did beautifully. But I thought, you know, at some point we're going to hit a bad match. And. We are. Yeah. We're gonna have somebody in the corner wanting all the, the all the loud people to please be quiet because yeah, we're sort of a family of enthusiastic people. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. No. There is nothing wrong with that. We had Caroline's little friend over today, a little girl that we do carpool with, and so we were. I knew we were gonna be baking and icing sugar cookies, and so I called her mom and I said, "Can we bring her home with us and we'll do cookies or whatever?" You do that. It's like it was like our home runs as if it's no other home that she's ever been in. It's a mystery. And so then it kind of. Yeah, and I thought, it doesn't seem like we do anything that odd, but then I kind of got paranoid because I started thinking, well, maybe we're really strange. Maybe we do things really odd. Because she was like, well, why do you do that? Well, why do you? And I think, and she's the oldest of three kids, and I think that it's probably, she's just probably a lot of times maybe has more guidelines, but I mean, she would be like, did you see that Caroline just licked that cookie before she put the sprinkles on it? And I'm like, well, I don't care. And like, she would just look at me like... She was just stunned. Mm -hmm. I mean, how could I even talk about that? Did I not see that she had licked that cookie? And I was like, oh, whatever. So it's like she can eat that cookie. I don't. So that was. Mm. We baked cookies. And then we had. Oh, go ahead. What? No, I was going to say, and then we had big excitement because the doorbell rang. Well, I didn't say the doorbell rang. We don't. Our doorbell doesn't work. But a knock, <laughs> a knock came at the door. And we opened it up, and it was the UPS man. Uh, and this. We have we get the same thing from Perry's Godfather every single year, and God bless him, it is so sweet of him to even send us anything. But I always know what it's going to be because it's this huge white box that says "perishable" across the top of it, mm -hmm. and we open it up, and I'm not kidding you, it's like ten packs of bacon. That's what we get. What you're kidding me? That's the best gift I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> it's bacon from some place called Muskies. M U E. SK and we get like apples with bacon and pepper smoked bacon and regular bacon. It's like a bacon sampler is what we get every year. That's the best thing I've ever heard. I would be the happiest person alive if I got a bacon sampler for Christmas. 
<laughs> we get a bacon sampler every year. And it is some, I mean, it literally, it lasts us all year long. I mean, and we use it, we wrap our fillets in it because, you know, Perry has his deer meat, so he cuts fillets. We wrap our fillets in it. We cook it. We use it for everything. We have bacon to last us all year. I, it wouldn't last me a month. <laughs> 10, 10 packs of bacon? It would last it's me for huge. 10 weeks. We go through a pack of bacon a week. Oh, y'all do? Like, what, you what size pack morning? are you talking about? Are you talking about a 16-ounce no, package? I'm not, I don't know ounces. In the, <laughs> 16 <laughs> ounces is a pound. I don't know these foreign measurements that you speak of. <laughs> no, like. It's not the metric system, is it? No, it's, it's like, not. No, they're like probably one pack is probably the equivalent of four, like normal, like Oscar Mayer packs or something okay. you get at the grocery store. Okay. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, like, we have to open it up, take some bacon out, and then, like, go ahead and put the rest of it back in the freezer. Okay. Okay. Well, it might, yeah. we could probably get by with a pack a month. Yeah. It's a lot of bacon. Because you want to talk it's about something else we're enthusiastic about in this house is bacon. <laughs> and, and that child who's asleep in the room next to me, I mean, like, if, if he smells it in the morning, it really is. It's like that commercial that for whatever product that works with that dog was like, bacon! That's that's the reaction I get. Bacon. Oh, now, do you fry every morning? Yes, I don't. Well, I don't fry it every morning, but I don't think there's okay. any point in dealing with bacon unless you're going to fry it. I mean, I, okay. I know some people like to like to cook it, but I like to fry it in a cast and either in the cast iron skillet or just in a skillet. Mm. But um, oh, that sounds oh good. yeah, I, I mean, you know, I just fry it up. It's it's mm -hmm. probably my favorite of the meats. <laughs> Well, of all the meats. It doesn't, mm -hmm. well, maybe next year I'll send you a big pack of bacon. Well, I'll see, because we get a brochure with our bacon every year. I would be very, I would be delighted. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I like a filet, don't get me wrong, but, but bacon, yeah. as far as like your go-to, mm, it is delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bacon is good. I'd, I'd agree with that. I think my favorite, now I'm thinking of my favorite of the meat, <laughs> which is fascinating. Um, it's no wonder we only record these every six months. I know, I know. Um, is we get this elk sausage made. It's this taxidermist called Woodbury, mm -hmm. and it is delicious. I mean, I could live on it. I've heard you speak of I this really elk could. sausage several times. Mm -hmm. it's, it's delicious. I'm really sad that I should have had you try some when you were here. Well, I, I like I like sausage a lot too. I really do. I just mm -hmm. I just am a, I'm I like a thick bacon. I just I like a thick yeah. cut of bacon. It makes me happy. Crispy, deep fried. Oh yes, ma'am. I don't want any. Mm -hmm. I don't want any like any soggy bacon. soggy bacon. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm with you. It's got to be crispy bacon, or it's not worth it. So you got to start cooking it on high, or it'll never get as crispy. I mean, not high high, but you have to cook mm -hmm. it like on medium high, or it'll never get as it will never reach optimum crispiness. It will always have a yeah a little soggy in it. Yeah, I don't like when you have that soggy. I've sent some bacon back at various restaurants you have. before. See, my mm -hmm. thing about bacon, though, is because it's such a small portion, a slice of mm -hmm. bacon, I really think if I put my mind to it, I could eat a whole pack. Like, I think I could eat, <laughs> I think if I really wanted to set some, some sort of bacon-eating goal, I think I could eat a pack. A whole pack in the sitting. I mean, like, just for, like, a meal. I think I could. If I didn't have anything <laughs> else, I think I could eat a whole thing of bacon. I really do. Oh, maybe we could do that on our next podcast. <laughs> okay. We could do a report. It could be a video cast. Okay. We could watch you eat bacon. Okay. I just, I, mm -hmm. I enjoy it that much. I just, that by itself is fine for me for breakfast, just bacon. Okay. 
And see, I'm not really a breakfast eater. I know you're not. I know you're not. I know. But I, I but I'm really not. I mean, like I like either I like a scoop of peanut butter, like I like a big scoop of peanut butter, mm-hmm. bacon, or grits, and I, I like oatmeal too. But those are really the, yeah. If I'm gonna fool with breakfast, aside from the um, aside from peanut butter, I want it to be hot. What I'm not gonna do is get up and fix myself a bowl of cereal. No, I don't want mm-hmm. cold anything in the morning. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't want cold I juice. I don't want. I don't want cold food. I want hot food and a hot beverage. Okay. The end. Okay. And I will not order yeah. said hot beverage by saying venti or grande. I want a uh-huh. large or a small medium. or medium beverage and hot food. Gotcha. And I know I told you, know you this. You I think I told you this on the podcast that we that we lost. But the Starbucks oatmeal is delicious. Well, you mentioned that. And see, I've never been a big fan of oatmeal. I enjoy oatmeal. I like it a lot. You do? Mm-hmm, I do. It's, it's kind of, for me, it's just that, I don't know. It's I think it's the texture mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. You may not be putting know. enough butter in it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it makes it a lot creamier and good. That, okay. That could be. But it could just be that I've just never really been a fan of eating it that early, eating that early in the morning. Do you put sugar in yours? Yeah, well, and see, that's the other thing. I don't know that I'm really, because I always have just bought some kind of Quaker instant. No, 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 no. You can't do instant. You cannot do instant any more than you can okay. do instant grits. You have to, like, just like you have to do the, the grits out of a bag, you have mm-hmm. to do the oatmeal out of the big tube. Mm, okay. And then you have to, like, cook it and mm-hmm. do the whole thing. Okay, the next time we're yeah. together where there's a kitchen, okay, I'm gonna, I'll make you some oatmeal and see if I can change okay. your mind. Okay, I'll try it. Because I would be up for oatmeal. Caroline went through a stage, like, she really liked oatmeal when she was little. But she doesn't, I think she's following in my breakfast. But <laughs> because honestly, like, I will tell you what she eats every morning. And this is embarrassing. And I don't want to get any mail about this because whatever. Um, she is a fan of Lucky Charms. And I'm pretty sure that all she's doing is eating marshmallows out of it every morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, it, that's it. That's all she wants. I mean, I can't get her. I mean, I've made eggs. I've tried everything because I thought, oh, I'm going to be a mama that gets a hot breakfast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's like me. She doesn't care. And so it's like no matter what I cook. So I get up and cook eggs, and they just sit there until I feed them to the dogs. So I've quit. And so she just eats her couple of marshmallows. But they have snack at school. At right. Like 10. So I always think, well, I guess she just waits and eats her snack and seems fine. So... Alex likes, um, he's, I don't know, I just, he likes biscuits, he likes cinnamon, does Caroline like biscuits? She does like, but she like she likes biscuits, and she'll like, like, if I make those Pillsbury, like, cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. but even though she'll just eat the top off of them, she just eats <laughs> that, she, and then you just end up with a bunch of just rolls that look like somebody just gnawed on them, which somebody did. I think she and Alex so. have a similar sugar personality, because he, oh. He ate the biggest thing of cookie dough you've ever seen in your life tonight. Like, mm-hmm. he loves sweet stuff, but he like he does like cinnamon rolls, but he likes biscuits with grape jelly. He likes grits. Yeah. He likes bacon. He loves Pop-Tarts, and that's mm-hmm. sort of our rotation. Yeah. She would eat, like, if I got up and made her waffles or pancakes every morning, mm-hmm. she would be more likely to eat that, but I'm like, but really, what's the point? I mean... You know, at that point, I mean, all that is is a heated up Lucky Charm marshmallow. I mean, it's not like it's any better. Dip in some liquid marshmallow. I mean. <laughs> it's all just pure sugar. Well, now, so, does she, do y'all eat grits at all? No, we don't really eat grits. I, don't, I think grits is a southern thing. It's not necessarily a Texas thing. Okay. Have you tried them? Because you can, 
I've tried them, but see, there again, I don't think I've ever had good ones because I've never really been a fan of them. Okay, after I make oatmeal, then I'll make you some grits. Make some grits. But I was fascinated because when I watched the Britney Spears documentary on MTV, yes. purely for educational well, purposes. Well, sure, you have to be informed about these things. If you are going to, if you're going to, you might need just for research for your blog one day. It might come in handy Thank when you. you write a post. That's exactly what I was thinking mm-hmm. when I watched it twice. <laughs> um, but when she. <laughs> At the beginning, her daddy's making her cheese grits. I mean, probably one of my favorite foods, cheese grits. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He was making her a big mm-hmm. bowl of cheese grits. Love them. So, and he was making them with, he was putting Velveeta in them because he didn't have any of that fancy cheese is what he said. Ah, uh, now the Velveeta. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Velveeta, but I don't know that, I don't know that Velveeta belongs in cheese grits. I have if I've made like a real big batch of cheese grits. This must be fascinating. I don't know when I've ever heard of a more fascinating topic than this one. But when I've had a real favorite meat, <laughs> our favorite meat favorite and meats and grits. But, but the, this podcast has been sponsored by Hickory Farms <laughs> and Quaker. Um, but I um, when I've made a big thing of grits, like for church, I've put a little mm-hmm. Velveeta in there just to keep them real creamy so they don't get dry. Okay. But That's like, I, if I was just making, you know, some for us, I would not, I would not put them in there. But I also have a husband who is sort of fundamentally opposed to Velveeta because on the package it says processed cheese food, and so <laughs> he's not sure what that means. Processed cheese food. It's not really cheese, but we pretend like it is. So. Mhm. But it means that it could live for a long. Oh, it time. never goes bad ever. Mhm. Mm-mm. But you know, Crisco does because you know I discovered oh, that. Yeah, it year. does, and it stinks too when it does. Oh, it was. In fact, it was last Christmas. I think is when I discovered that because I made these little ginger snap cookies, and I kept thinking, "Boy, these don't smell good." <laughs> and sure enough, <laughs> they weren't because I basically cooked them with what was essentially petroleum at that point. But you know, I've got so the last couple times I bought Crisco, I've gotten the the sticks because they're they come with that. You know what I'm talking about? They look like yeah, yeah, cause yeah, each, yeah. Because I buy the butter Crisco sticks, and they're you know, and each one is wrapped and sealed and all that kind of stuff. And so you can use a little bit, and then if that one little stick goes bad, if you don't use all of it, then you're not stuck with like a whole big vat of Crisco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The tub. Yeah. So I've I've quit buying yeah. the tub, and, and I only buy the sticks. Yeah. Plus the sticks are nice because you can just cut them in measurements for whatever you need. Yes, for all your lard needs. <laughs> Whatever those lard I needs like might be. I measure out my lard, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, uh, I don't use a lot of Crisco. No, I don't really either. I've got, there's one chocolate chip cookie recipe, but not the one I usually make because it calls for Crisco. And then these ginger snap cookies that I make. <clears throat> did I get the recipe from you? Where did I get that recipe? I don't think it was somewhere on Somewhere on the internet, it's for these ginger snap cookies, and they're, but they're real soft ginger snaps. Oh. Like they're, it's, they taste like ginger snaps, but they're real soft and I made them last year, and they're kind of small. Well, they don't have to be because it's all about how much dough you put on. But oh, I make sure. them kind of small, and you use two, and you put I put some buttercream icing in between, like in the center, and made little sandwiches. Delicious. They were delicious. I mean, I'm telling you, they were good. In fact, I'm going to need to make those again this year, but I'm so behind on my Christmas baking at this point. Have you gotten this many Christmas cards this year? No, have you? No, I'm now. I just, I mean, I just put stamps on mine today, and they're just going in the mail tomorrow. So I've been, I've sending mine out later than usual. But like today, I had mm-hmm. one card, and usually, mm-hmm. like you know, this is the time of year where you get like six, seven, eight cards a day. Yeah. 
And so I'm wondering, is it because there's not as much time in between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, or are people, like, thinking, okay, well, we need to cut back, so we're going to cut out Christmas cards? I don't know. I've assumed it was the economy. Or maybe that people don't like me anymore because <laughs> I'm just that secure. Right. Because sure, yeah. I haven't, because I just mailed mine out yesterday. But ours is tricky because I do think with us, because we did the campus life ministry for so long, like we had years, like I think at some point we have all these families that used to mail us. Like we used to get a ton of Christmas cards. Like it almost used to stress me out because we got more than what I felt like we could send in return. Right. Because we were very popular. But it was all these families that would send us cards. But, like, as time goes on, and it's, like, pretty much once the kids go off to college, we may get them one more year, mm -hmm. and then we're done, and then we're off the list. And so now it's, like, I feel like pretty much we, we haven't done campus off for two years, so we're pretty much off everybody's list at this point as far as that goes. But, like, even my friends, like, but we've gotten one from our bank. We've got, like, every day I'm, like, I'll open it up, and I'm, like, oh, great, one from Campbell Lumber. That's exciting. <laughs> I mean, it's, like, Perry's clients. But we don't get anything like, but we've gotten very few that are just really exciting. Yeah, I just, I love the picture cards. and But I'm, 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 I've am i got high mm -hmm. hopes that they're going to start rolling in this weekend. Mm -hmm. That everybody's just That's as behind as I've been. Because this is the latest I've probably ever sent them out. And I say yeah, that. mine are pretty late. Not sending them out till tomorrow, but I just got the stamps on them today. So, anyway. Now, Gully and I had this discussion. And you'll go through this, too. Well, we'll all go through this as mothers. Mm -hmm. At what age do you quit taking a picture of your child and sending it out as your Christmas card? I got How one yesterday from a friend of mine whose daughter is in college, and she was still on the picture. And it was just, was it just her daughter? It was her daughter and their dog. Okay. All right. I sort of think, like, I think you can, I think maybe, like, junior high, high school, you've got to evaluate. Mm -hmm. And then I think mm -hmm. you have to take it, maybe take a break, but then you'll be back into it once they, they grow up and get married and have kids because you all have to get on the beach in your white shirt and have a picture made of the whole family. <laughs> That's true. You're so right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or be somewhere in front of a rustic fence in shades of sage green and brown. Well, see, that's the Texas thing. I'm here to tell mm -hmm. you, we, I mean, we rolled laughing this summer at the beach. And then when we went back in October again at, just the sheer volume of white-shirted families that we watched walk out onto the beach. <laughs> and then we would watch the mamas try to wrangle the small children and, you know. Oh. It's, That's like us in fields of blue bonnets every March. Mm -hmm. That's you see families trying to get the, the picture in the field of blue bonnets. Well, so mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what, if, there's a, if there is an age. I guess, you know, I love seeing people. I mean, even when they're grown, I love seeing the kids, you know. Oh, Yeah. But I always think for like poor Alex and Caroline, like if they do in fact remain our only children, like we'll you know, just put them together like just... in a few years. <laughs> we'll just get together like in October and take their picture, and we'll just do a joint one. Exactly, and nobody will think that's no, weird at all. Put all our dogs together; <laughs> it'll be fine. Mm -mm, mm -mm, and we'll just be a big happy family. I don't know. I don't know. I, mm -hmm. I have thought about that with him, but this this girl who's, I mean, I got their card yesterday and she's an only child and and you know she's in college now and it was her and the dog and it was darling well so. then there you go okay well, well maybe you give them the dogs and that helps yeah, you gotta give them a prop or something <laughs> and they need something because i think if they have siblings it becomes because we had a family that would always send us a really cute one but there were three kids and so as they got older it was always like they were kind of it was some kind of funny or cute or something you know it wasn't like they were trying to be all serious like beautiful card it was just something kind of cute well and I've even thought like I mean you know like our Alex's cousins who live in Memphis we have some darling pictures of them that we took 
this summer. And I thought, you know, I could even at some point, you know, when I, cause everybody that I send a card to knows, you know, mm-hmm. would know who they were. So I thought, you yeah, know, we can true. do family, we could do a big family picture. I don't know. We'll explore our yeah. options. Okay. Well, you keep me posted and let me know how that goes. All right. Um, is there anything else? We've been doing this for 54 no. minutes. Okay. That's well, 54 minutes of no path there. words. Oh, okay. Yeah. Of no path words. But I've noticed in the meantime, I didn't want to bring it up while we were on the podcast. But I noticed it looks like when I, I checked my Facebook notifications and it looks like several people have recently beat my high score. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like John beat it and somebody else, but I need to go check to be sure. But that's going to make me sick. It will not really. I mean, I need to have some perspective. <laughs> but it I'm, really is going to make you sick. Uh, so far, my longest word is carrying carrying before that it was partier i'm proud of that well i thought i was gonna my longest word is i think it's pleasure but okay but i really thought i was i was i mean i was so close a couple of rounds ago and now i can't think of what the word was and i was one letter away and it was driving me crazy and that's what makes me insane is when i can see like a big old word and I'm one letter away and I want to play around it to try to force something to mm-hmm. drop down so I can make it and it ends up it mm-hmm. ruins the whole thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know because you kind of start to sense you're looking for that word too long like you've lost it like you're you at this point you can't rebound after even if you've got a really long word so what are you doing are you like are you doing as many words as you can like as quickly as you can Janie and I had had an email discussion about this or are you really, are I'm, you being strategic? No, I'm doing as many words as I can as fast as I can. Okay. For the most part. Now, every now and then I'll see, if I see something, like I'll start to kind of out of the corner of my eye, like in my peripheral vision, I'll start to see another word come together. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like I'll start to kind of see something and I'll look to see if that's going to turn into something. But I think the key is you've got to come up with enough long words. You've got to come up with a couple of long words because you're not going to make it. No, you're not going uh-uh. to ever get a high enough score by doing all three-letter no, words. No, you cannot pan and tan your way mm-hmm. to a high score. <laughs> you have and fee and rin fee. and rum. <laughs> fee. <laughs> fee. I do every E-E, fee. I do C-E-E, S-E-E, D-E-E. Uh-huh. And then um, and there are certain words that seem to crop up all the time. Haven is one that crops up all the time for yeah. me. Haven, Um, a word I often use, and then, Mm -hmm, then, but there are some words like nigh, like N-I-E, nigh, which I'm not really sure is English, if it's English or not, but it will not recognize Mm -hmm. it, but I'm determined that it should. I I do the same thing. I can't tell you how many times I've entered in nigh, because I can't remember, because every now and then I'll try some random thing that I don't think is going to work, and it works, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I'm going so fast, I can't remember if it worked or not. But see, it'll take nay, N-E-Y. It will take nay, but not nigh. I think that's inconsistent. Yeah. I know, because I kept thinking, like, because it's not draw nigh, because that would be G-A. Right, right. But I tried, what was something else? Zen, it does not recognize No, it does not recognize Zen, nor does it recognize Asia. It does recognize a few dirty words that I won't mention, but that I have used. (laughs) A few where I was very glad that nobody could see my list at the end. And please remind me to tell you, I have a story about a friend of ours who, what their long word is, and my husband took a screenshot of it and emailed it. It It's one of the great joys of my life. And I can't tell it on this. And 
honestly, you can tell that my religious heritage gets to me because when I do it, I promise you the thought in my mind is, is the Lord is not going to let me beat my heart. <laughs> He's going to smite you. He's going to smite you. He's going to block it. He's going to block it. The the Lord is not going to honor this. (laughs) Even though I managed to use it as a verb. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I know. Uh, I know. But desperate uh, times, you know, desperate times. And I'm just on a roll. I'm just moving. And it seems like, well, it's right there. I need to use it. See, I can tell, like, seriously, I can tell within... 30 seconds of, and we're talking about, by the, we're talking about a game called Pathwords is what we're talking about, mm-hmm. but but I can tell within 30 seconds if it's going to be a good one or not, like if it's going to be, if I'm going to get on oh, a yeah. roll or if I'm not, mm-hmm. and so it's very difficult on those where you know you're not going to be on a roll, you know, yeah, because then it really and does become like fee, um, yeah, are, yet, nor, yeah. And see, when I get Ran. a bunch of Ys and Zs on the board at one time, I just block out. I just, I can't. Yeah. You put Z, Ys, Cs, and Is on the board, a bunch of them, and I just, I can't. There are no, mm-hmm. there are no words with Ys. No. Except for chip. Uh-uh. And even, and the QU, uh, that QU mm. throws me a lot. Because I've been lucky enough to find, to be able to do quid and quad. Yes, I've done quint, other... like, and, but it will not let you okay. do qual. It will not, I mean, it will not let you no. do quail. And so, yeah. oh, we let me do quail. Maybe it was qual. The qual may not even be a yeah. word, but it should be. It should be. Mm-hmm. It should be. And then, but um, it won't let you do quo. Like, like, no. Quid uh-uh. pro quo, it, it won't let you do quo. No, it doesn't let you do quo. And it doesn't, but it will let you do qua. Yes, it will. And this is what our mm-hmm. lives have come to. We are recording <laughs> something for the internet, and we are talking about what words we can and cannot form. Oh, and what meats we enjoy. And what meats we enjoy. <laughs> and breakfast foods. So basically, we're a couple of 75-year-olds who enjoy word searches. <laughs> but y'all come back for the next podcast. I mean, I'm thinking the next trip we go on, we're both going to have us a book of word searches or something, <laughs> like with highlighters. <laughs> Racing. See, like I've had several people who, like when I have when I've logged on, I have seen that they have challenged me to a match, but I will not go mm. there because I'm here to tell no. you if ever had mm. some sort of like head to head passwords match, we might not come out mm-hmm. of it friends. No, Mm-mm. yeah, I can't. I don't want to do a challenge. I just want to beat you in the privacy of my own. Time. I don't, <laughs> yes, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know that there's a. But I've got three friends. Right now, out of my friends, I will say, out of my friends, I'm in fourth place right now. See, I'm in seventh. But, I mean, and my sister-in-law. Like, oh my word, my sister-in-law. Is she good? Yes. But like these people who are getting scores in the thousands. That's that's I don't junky. Know, I mean, I don't know how you get in the thousands. I'm thinking these word people because I told a good friend of mine the other day who's a teacher, and she's just like she and her husband. They read a lot, but I was like, they would both be brilliant at it. I bet. Because they read, they don't watch. They aren't messing around with Britney Spears documentaries right. on MTV. Top team stars. Exactly. That I'm trying to use OC as a word and wondering what's wrong <laughs> with me. So, uh, but I do think that this is one of those things. Here's how I justify it, though. I do think in my mind, all this passwords. It's kind of like like doing that Sudoku thing or like crossword puzzles. Like I think it's probably keeping me from like early onset senility or something. I think it. Pro- I think it is. I think it's good. 
Mm-hmm. I just keeping my brain sharp. But but my thing really is like on my Mac with all its its issues. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. I'm, I, it's so slow that I have literally yeah. sat here and thought, all right, it really may be time for me to go get a new computer. And mm-hmm. I think that because of passwords, not yeah, because <laughs> not because of the blog no, or anything uh-uh, like that. Because I want my mm-hmm. passwords to run a little bit faster. Well, you know, everybody's got to have a goal. I mean, I just. I don't know. And I may burn out on it, but th- but I will say this about Janie. She's been playing for a while because, I mean, she's been playing. I would see her that she was playing for several months, and I thought, what in the world is that? And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I just I played a couple of weekends ago mm-hmm. at their house and then have kind of descended into addiction. But, um, yeah. oh, it is yeah. a fun thing. It is. I'm, it's very enjoyable. It's a good, and it's just a quick little five-minute break in the day. But I will say I got a little depressed because I – I don't even know if I want to admit how many times I've played it. You know, it keeps track. That's what I was going to. My but, next you know, question was going to be, how many rounds have you played? Let's, we'll, we'll confess. Well, I, I think that I, I could be wrong, but I do know that, like, I think last night at some point I realized that I had played 100 rounds. Oh, I've got you. In. Oh, a week. Really? Oh, that makes me feel better. Okay. Well, yeah, but I've only been doing it since Friday. So I was like, uh, I wasted 500 minutes. I played for 500 minutes. <laughs> Well, your husband was out of town and your child was sleeping. He was. That's true. Yeah. I wasn't like I was, it wasn't like she was like breaking into the liquor cabinet while I was trying to come up with a word other than speed. Hold on. I'm fixing to look real quick. I'm going to see how many rounds. Because I've been playing for two, for, I've been playing for, well, for about a week and a half. Um, Hold on. Since Friday, a week ago, whenever we were in Memphis. And, you know, we're going back okay. to Memphis this weekend. I played 158 rounds. Okay. Well, I'm catching you, considering I've only been playing for four days. But I, um, I, I would. I mean, I kind of have a vision in my head of how this, what this weekend's going to look like once Jenny and I get the kids in bed, and it involves the two of us sitting mm-hmm. at the bar in her kitchen, on playing, playing on our laptops. Um, mm-hmm. hold on. There was something else I was going to tell you about it. I, I won't even get into that. The words I have tried to make it recognize. I, it's, it's embarrassing. Oh. It's just, I know. it's embarrassing. But I think, and I get mad. I do too. But I think you may be. I think you may be a passwords prodigy. I've I've thought about this a little bit, <laughs> and I think you. I think you really have a future in it. I think you've made remarkable well, progress in a short amount of time. I'm gonna hit the road. I'm gonna hit the word. You know what it is though? Is it's every now and then you get a stellar round. Like you get a couple of like decent big. I think the key is all in the big words. If you can find like four longish words in a in a round, right? But see, and then get rolling. You're playing without a mouse though. I mean, it. I think you've got some yeah. skill. I mean, you're not even using a mouse. You're. I mean, you mm-hmm. are you are working the mouse pad on a laptop quickly in order to come up with well, those scores. I think it's impressive. That's true. That's true. Well, and remember that when I'm in therapy for my carpal tunnel. <laughs> when you, you show up at, at the next conference, where we're, if we're at a conference together with, and you've got some sort of brace on your arm, I'll remember that. With the claw. Gully asked me if I was going to be like Chandler Bing in that episode of Friends. Remember when he played that Miss Pac- or Frogger? He played Miss Pac-Man or one of them until his hand. He couldn't even uncurl it. It was Miss like Pac-Man, wasn't it? Because then Ross's son came in and saw the bad or heard the bad word. All the bad, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be me. My hand is going to be disfigured. It's going to be a claw. Well, I'll take mm-hmm. notes for you if, an, if, if, if we're at some event where note-taking is required. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, now I do have to tell you one of the things. Speaking of taking notes, this cracked me up. Gully's mom was in this weekend, and at some point, somehow she missed that we were had we were doing anything for the all-access blog. Mm-hmm. And 
any of that kind of stuff. And she asked Kelly what was going on with me because it seemed like all of a sudden I had gotten very interested in going to a lot of religious conferences. <laughs> to be traveling all around to go to multiple religious conferences in a year. I have a feeling that anybody who knew me in my early 20s would say the same with me. <laughs> oh, well, and she knew me in my early 20s, so I'm sure it is quite the shock that I'm somebody who now goes to religious conferences. <laughs> but, oh, I've been so tickled that she's just been, because she reads the blog, and that she's probably like, what is going on with all these conferences? So, all right, well, I really, I think I'm going to play passwords now. I know. I'm going to go play too, so we'll see how we do. Um, okay. All right. Well, I'll see what I can um, what I can piece together. Okay. We'll just get me pasted. Okay. Oh, we need all to tell right. everybody bye, I guess. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay. Talk to you. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.